Anyway, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back into Mining Stock Daily. We have a corporate update from one of our sponsors. That is Summa Silver today. Summa Silver trades on the TSX Venture with the symbol SSVR. That's new. That's a new ticker for the venture. They used to be on the Canadian Securities Exchange, but has recently moved over to the venture. Happy to be welcomed by CEO Galen McNamara. Hey, Galen, how you doing? Hey, Trevor, I'm good. Good to join you. Always good to catch up. Yeah, interesting week to be a CEO of a junior exploration company, wasn't it? Oh, that's an understatement. Well, you know, <laughs> if, there, if, if there's one thing that's true this week, you know, at least we live in interesting times. <laughs> Tell me about it. Yeah. What yeah. was it like to be on the? What was it like to be in your seat? I mean, obviously, you did announce you were able to raise, or in the middle of raising, eight million dollars here, uh, private placement financing. You aren't. You weren't the only silver company out there that was able to kind of go out and raise some money uh, through on the back of this. I don't know what you call this media buildup, uh, online buildup, and chat. But uh, you know, now that it's Thursday afternoon, you and I are talking. It's a completely different story than we saw on Monday. But you know. Tell us about everything you kind of went through this week. Yeah, that's uh, geez, that's a good one. I mean, I, I first became aware of this, you know, the whole Wall Street bets thing. I wasn't even aware of it two weeks ago, and of course, towards the end of last week, we had some some murmurs, I will say, of this this new hashtag called hashtag Silver Squeeze. Um, things, of course, late last week, things were looking really good. They seemed to be going crazy over the weekend. I think Silver Squeeze was number one in Canada on Twitter. <laughs> Um, before you know having a good Monday and, and then fizzling out well you got to think well how does that happen how does that how does that fizzle out so quickly um, I have my theories um, especially and, and they might be a little uh, controversial uh, but this whole thing it just it just doesn't make sense but at the end of the day you know what we're what we're in this business for is not is not a short-term pump or a short-term silver squeeze you know we're in it for the long-term haul because you know we're worried about inflation you know, we're worried about the devaluation of our fiat currencies. Um, so from a long-term perspective, you know, I was buying silver this weekend, and I'm still going to be buying silver um, going forward. Uh, Galen, for this show, what you just said isn't controversial at all. In fact, I think most people will understand and agree with you. But, you know, we, we're not one to stray away from controversy. So lay it out there. I mean, were you buying this? I mean, were you part of that kind of emotional cohort that thought this was going to be for sure for sure could it could this be really happening you know yeah (laughs) i was no i was loving what was happening over the weekend and you look at things like on friday there was something like 35 million ounces delivered to the to the slv etf and you start going well 35 million ounces is that is that real do you know how many truckloads of silver that is yeah you know it's about it's like 60 truckloads or something like that into the warehouses now uh, I was reading. Uh, I was reading Ted Butler, and he had done the legwork, and he had actually looked. Uh, and and supposedly for all these delivered ounces, there was uh, you know there was there was registration numbers on all the bars that had been delivered. But I mean, how do you do that if it's sixty truckloads? I mean, honestly, well, it must have already been in the warehouse and ready to go, um, which in itself is very very telling. You know, if if I'm running a bank, uh, and I'm worried that there is about to be a run on my bank. I am going to do everything that's humanly possible to make it seem like everything is fine. Um, and to have those 35 million ounces, like, here, here you go. You know, it, it just, to me, it's, it's just funny. We'll put it that way. Uh, and then on Monday or Monday, Tuesday, I'm hearing that, hey, you know, there might be a billion ounces of silver for sale in London. You know, I'm going, well, is that, where's that coming from? Is that un- unallocated? You're like, well, I mean, there's just not that many ounces around. You know, it's something, uh, something, something just crazy. It's probably least metal. 
um, but the tools that are used by, you know, these concentrated short sellers, these these large positions of a concentrated short is just it's it's just there's many many tools. Of course, they got caught for spoofing. Um, J.P. Morgan got caught for spoofing uh, not too long ago and got issued what I think is like a slap on the wrist fine. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, that's like giving them a fine for that and, and, and slapping them on the wrist for, for spoofing is like, it's like giving out speeding tickets at the Indy 500, you know, it's like giving Al Capone a ticket for jaywalking, man, you know, like, so, so what are you going to do? But at the end of the day, I mean, it, it just like, it's really only a matter of time. Like history is full, full, full of these examples where concentrated short positions. And these guys are something like 350 million ounces short, you know, get, get crushed. Um, you know, a short contract, it's a contract, it's an open position, right? So like, you know, you, uh, you have to either roll it over or pay it out. Like sooner or later, like Tony Soprano wants his money. Um, and when this, when the sentiment changes, you know, it's going to change. It'll probably change quickly. Um, you listen to Eric Sprott on his podcast over the summer saying, Hey, when, when silver gets through 30, it'll probably go to 50 pretty quick. You know, and I, and I tend to agree with that. Um, the last thing I'll just say on that note is I think another good example of, of these concentrated short positions that get killed, um, just to give you a couple examples, there's one that's Palladium. So like five, six, seven years ago, Palladium was at, you know, a few hundred dollars, three, four hundred dollars, um, similar type of short position to, to silver, uh, subsequently underwent, you know, real price discovery. Um, because, hey, you know, Palladium was getting used a lot more in things like catalytic converters. And today, you know, it's an eight or a 10x. So those are the types of games that we can see in the silver market. And those are the types of games that, you know, I'm looking forward to. Um, you know, Hey, I, I might just be a guy, one, another guy in a tinfoil hat at the end of the day. Right. But the more and more I, the more and more I research, the more and more I read from people who spend significant amounts of time doing this, you know, like Chris from Arcadia economics or, or Ted Butler from Butler research. Um, I, you know, I think that we're right. You know, I think that we're on to something here. So let's just see how 2021 goes. Um, and I think we could be in for some, some interesting times. Talk about kind of what you're seeing as far as attitude with the silver market. I mean, were you taking any, you know, different phone calls from people maybe you least expected asking you about maybe not only silver, but maybe even your company and the Hughes property? I mean, yeah. what what was the frenzy like uh, or maybe some of the conversations you were having that you were least expecting? Yeah, you know, like the, one of the ones I was least expecting was just the interactions on on, on Twitter, actually with a lot of the people that are um, very, very supportive of the precious metals with large followings. Um, it, it's just becoming evident that the interest even in the, in the junior silver space um, is, is quite, quite large because, because of course, when, when we get into a silver bull market, you know, companies like ours are highly, highly leveraged. Um, you know, they're one of the places you want to be in addition to, to, you know, owning a PSLV or in, in, or a first majestic or, you know, physical, um, the junior space is is a healthy place to have um, some of your investment because we just get so leveraged to these bull markets, you know. And and you know a, a lot of people out there know that when precious metals run, silver often outperforms gold. So if you're looking for one of those high torquey types of investments and you believe in your convictions um, that were in the early innings of a bull market, all of this recent high drama aside, um, you know it it's a great place to be. So those are the types of conversations I'm having. It's not new conversations but it's with a new audience and that's good i mean yeah. i guess that's the silver lining right exactly exactly and 
And, and you know, if there's one, there's, I was reading too over the, over just in the last couple of days, if there's one thing that, that is positive to this, this, this whole thing that went on the last week, it's that there's a whole new group of investors now that are recognizing that physical metals are a great place to be, you know, a, a whole new group of investors that had no idea about this before. So that's what the, the mainstream exposure got us. And I think that's positive. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, uh, silver's, Basically back to where it was late last week after the big pop on Monday and has since been just kind of trending downward the last few days. Uh, we did mention the $8 million private placement you announced. Uh, just out of curiosity, were, you know, who initiated this? Were you, <clears throat> did somebody come up to you and say, hey, we can raise you money with this? Yeah, it, it was a little bit of both. You know, these things, there's a lot of legwork that goes on behind the scenes and then, you know, things move slowly and then they move quickly. Um, so I, you know, I'm, I'm in constant communication on a bunch of fronts, including the finance front all the time, um, because you want to strike when the iron's hot and you want to get the best, you know, possible deal you can for the, for the company. Um, so I think we timed this one pretty well and I think we got the price, you know, pretty much right, which is, which is hard to do in, in volatile markets. Um, and, and what this is going to give us now is, is, is a war chest to go out and continue to aggressively drill number one, the project in Nevada called the Hughes property and number two, the project in New Mexico called the Mogollon property. So I'm looking forward now to a, to a very, very, very busy drilling-focused 2021. Yeah, no, absolutely. Okay. Um, do you When do you expect this financing to close? Uh, it's going to close uh, February 16th is what, uh, is, is what we're, we're going to close it on. Okay. Um, yeah, just, just running through the, the closing process now, to be honest with you, and it's, uh, and it's to give you a glimpse behind the scenes of how these things work, you know, once... Once you announce and the books get get the books fill up, which they are, um, it's just a matter of chasing subscription agreements and and funds and you know there's uh, there's many people subscribed into this, so it's uh, yeah. so it's just a it's it's just a backroom kind of frenzy. Yeah, no, absolutely. Okay, uh, Galen, thanks for that. It's, it's, this is a different interview that you and I have had today, as opposed to maybe some updates from drilling or yeah. you know exploration work. So, but this was a fun one to have. And yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Well, it, I mean, the, the last thing I'll just say is just to expand more on on future plans. I mean, uh, we're going to start drilling in mid March, and we're not going to stop all year. Um, there's going to be two projects where we know that there's high grade silver on, uh, and we're going to be building ounces as aggressively as we can. So, more to come in the not too distant future, and and let's get going with these bull markets. All right, Galen. Thanks so much, buddy. Have yourself a great weekend. Thanks. You too, Trevor. Talk to you soon. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decision.